0: This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's delicious. I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Yes. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So... Grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go! Because it's time for another episode of the Mouse Capades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days.
1: The Monday and welcome to episode 339 of the Mousecapades podcast. In this episode, we are answering your listener questions, but first... We want you to go ahead and check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com. I have it pulled up right now. There are some great things that you can do at this website. You can become a Disney expert. You can sign up for more deals, tips, and info and in all things Disney. Just simply subscribe. It's right there in the right-hand banner where you enter your name and email. And it's really easy. Go ahead and subscribe. Also, they have some blogs up right now. Disneyland sneak peek at Pixar Pier, which is really cool. A new Tron blog that's up. And then one that was been up for the past week, all about Disney's all-star movies resort go ahead and check them out it's a great family over at waltexpress.com so let's go ahead and kick it off and our first question comes from a loyal listener out in california lee and he is asking basically vicky for what i can remember can you buy a park map with all the parks on one map
2: Correct. That's what he's wanting to know. Or Walt Disney World and Disneyland, do you have it up right now? He, well, it says, is it possible to buy a park map that shows both Disneyland parks, so California Adventure and Magic Kingdom, and is it also possible to buy a park map that shows all four of the parks at Disney World on one map? To my knowledge, Lee, all
1: parks are separate, and so you have separate maps for all parks.
2: If, they're, if they are made like that, Lee, we did not see it. And I don't think that it's by Disney. So if you find somebody that's an outsider that created their own map, which we all know that people take things in their own hands and do something like that, I think it's very possible that somebody might do that. I did not find anything when I was researching.
1: Yes, everything I found as well online, all parks are all separate and all maps are separate as well. It'd be really cool if Disney came out with a map that had all the parks on it but I don't know how much information you'd be able to get out of it because it would be very fine print unless it was a very large map
2: you know what would be cool Nick and Lee could maybe uh, decide to make this and make a little money because teachers you know have to be inventors if they put them all in a book like it could fold out like all of them were in one like you know what I'm saying? Sure thing. Like oh, a book. Well, and then That they-, they
1: do sell. They sell that at the Art of Disney. You can buy that book in the Springs. Um, you can? Excuse me. Disney Springs. Yes. Where they have all that stuff where you go through all the history of Disneyland, no, 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 Disney no. World.
2: I mean a book that has like four maps in one and then you can just, it folds out. I've seen something like that and oh, I'm trying sure to thing. think where it was. It might so, have been six
1: Okay. So they have it in a book over at Disney Springs, all the parks in one book where you do have maps that kind of fold out. Oh, okay. But they're not like maps you can take out of the book.
2: No, I didn't you know mean to saying? take it out. But you can unfold them and then fold them back into like the book and have them all together maps
1: through the years. But it's not.
2: The oh, real as they maps. change. Okay, it's not the real maps. They're
1: printed on paper. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So it's not okay. what he needs. Not what he. Not what I think he needs.
2: It'd be really cool to innovate. There you go. There you go. There you go, Lee. What do you got? dear mascapades podcast my daughter is 18 months old i really want to go to disney world before this year ends my daughter would be free but my friends all tell me to wait until she's old enough to remember what do you think i appreciate your thoughts kelly from myrtle beach south carolina
1: myrtle beach all right now you're speaking now you're speaking, yeah, speaking nick's now i'm listening what was her name kelly 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 so here's my thing here's my take Go anyway, because you want to go, right? It's free. Go. Or you can go to a year and a half from now, and you're going to spend the money to take your daughter with you. I would suggest just go now while you have the 18-month-old, and just go and have a good time.
2: And interestingly enough, one of my friends made this comment recently at a party that I was at. Somebody thought that their child was too small to go, and she wouldn't remember. And they said, when the kids are that small, the memories are not about the kids they can always look at pictures. The memories at that point are for you as the parent. So true. So that you're still going to see. I mean, look at uh, our friend Stephanie that took her daughter Lucy and the faces that she made. She may never remember it from inside her brain, but she'll see the pictures. But that is something that Stephanie and her husband will have in their heads for the rest of their lives.
1: Versus outside your brain, Vixter. Okay. In your mind. So you're absolutely right. You hit on a good point. It is can be about... The memories you have. That's, it's okay for that
2: to be it, about it you. Really you're, you're one okay. working to pay the trip. At Disney World,
1: it is okay to be about you. I totally agree with you on that one. Although Callan may not remember some things, right. I will forever remember that. And that will forever bring me joy. So I would suggest take your daughter. Go.
2: Make the memories. They're, you can't make any better memories than at Disney I don't have
1: any of the questions pulled up, fixed her, so Oh, I'm so gonna, I'm going to read, read them. Up. Is that cool? Fantastic.
2: Dear Nick and Vicki, I've been listening to the podcast since the very beginning. I love your craziness that you both bring to the table. I will be coming to Orlando for about two weeks in April of 2019. I heard Nick say something about a split stay on the podcast recently, and I would like to try to stay at three or four different resorts during the two weeks that I'm in Orlando. I don't want to go overboard, but I could do moderate and value. Please let me know your thoughts, Grant from the UK. All
1: right, so another UK listener—we have a lot of UK listeners—wants to do a split stay, three, three to, three four? to four different three resorts, to four just to change it how up. Long?
2: He's going to be in April of 2019 for a total of two weeks. It says.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: Let's <laughs> go. Here's my answer, Grant. I would uh, make sure that I go to the value resorts on the weekends that I'm going to be there, so. I would probably pick Pop Century. I don't know what your budget is, but I would do Pop Century and Art of Animation as your value resorts that you stay at. And then the moderate...
1: Totally agree with you on that one, Vixter.
2: Go to the moderate resorts during the week and stay at Caribbean Beach because if you're going in 2019, most of the construction should be done there and it's an amazing resort. And then the other part of the weekdays when you're there, go to the French Quarter, Port of Orleans, Port French Orleans. Quarter. So I would definitely say that that would be a fun way to do that. And uh, you'll save some money staying at the value resorts, I know, on the weekends because they're cheaper than a moderate.
1: And they do go up quite a bit. You know, we're, you're talking like 50, 60 bucks that they'll go up per night on the weekends just yes. because it is a weekend.
2: Right. So that, that's a good tip. But, and April know. is like still some people's spring break. Because like ours is so, going to be later, so my experiences
1: in going to Disney and booking April is when you start seeing higher prices.
2: So if you need any help, Grant, feel free to call our—I mean—text Nick and I at four zero seven six seven four zero four one four. We would love to help you with your split stay vacation, and we'd also love to have you on the show so that you could tell us how that is. Because I don't think either one of us have done a split stay or, for four resorts.
1: Not for four resorts, or they can go. He can call us on that number. That's fine as well.
2: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if that was okay. Question number. Four. Four. It's Mouse- always
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the answer.
2: Mousecapades friends. We're traveling to Disney World with our 20-month-old at Thanksgiving. He doesn't do well when his schedule is upset. But my husband and I would like to see at least one nighttime show. If you could only watch one nighttime show, which would you watch and why? Graham from Allentown, Pennsylvania. So, Graham, here's what I'm going to tell you. You don't want to mess up a kid's schedule for sure, so I totally get that. If you can only go to one show, you have to go to Magic Camp. Kingdom show. You have to go to uh, it's happily ever after now. Almost said wishes because
1: it was wishes for so long that it just rolls off the top.
2: There are amazing shows at Epcot. You have Illuminations, that's amazing. You also have the Rivers of Light now at Animal Kingdom, and you have Fantasmic, which is one of my absolute favorites. Now I'm guessing. Now I'm second guessing as I'm talking. The answer, Nick, should I tell him Fantasmic or do because you're always doing Fantasmic every time you go out there. Well, I do happily ever after now too, but. Uh, So pick one of those. You're you're
1: more of a Fantasmic gal.
2: I would say go to either Magic Kingdom for Happily Ever After or do Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios. You can watch both of them on YouTube if you need a decision. But I'm sure my good friend Nick over here is going to tell you which show he thinks you should do.
1: I like... I'm classic. I like going to the Magic Kingdom. Now it's been changed from Wishes to Happily Ever After. I would check out the Happily Ever After. I would just ensure that, you know... 24-month-old, right? 20-month-old. 20-month-old. They're going to fall asleep in the stroller anyway, so does it doesn't matter. I mean, push push, push your 20-month-old around, and I would stay for the goodnight kiss. Experience that.
2: Oh, yeah, if you're going to your- stay out one yeah. night. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Do try to do and that. And that's
1: why I say that, you know? So your kiddo is going to be asleep. You're going to watch it. You're going to have a great time with your significant other, and stay for the goodnight kiss.
2: Yeah. All right. Question number five is from Daisy in Huntsville, Alabama. Daisy? Mm-hmm. As in like Daisy Duck? Yes. I didn't realize. I didn't know she lived in Huntsville. <laughs> I, I did not either. I didn't even think of that I didn't either. When I was cut copying and pasting this from our email, Nick... I didn't even put that together. So, you know, that's just how my brain works these days. We're back in school, people, if we've not told you that yet. Our brains are already mush at this point, and we both have pretty great classes. You still have a brain? (laughs) Yeah. Some days it doesn't feel like it. So, it says, my parents want to take us. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) You set yourself up on that one.
2: My parents want to take us on a land and sea Disney vacation. We are ecstatic with lots of explanation points on it. Should we do land or sea first? Explain the pros and the cons to each. Thank you so much.
1: Here's my answer. It's very simplistic. You always want a vacation for your vacation. I'm going to suggest land first, then sea.
2: And and that was what I was going to oh, say. you guys
1: to say the same thing? Okay.
2: I was because um, we do put a lot of miles on our feet while we're at yep. the parks. Because we want to take advantage of as much time as we can in the parks. Even if you're like us and do take a rest, you're still putting a lot of miles on your shoes. So... You should do land and then go to sea because the sea is a little bit more relaxing. Yes, they do have some stops depending on how many days you go on. Usually, it's uh, if you go like a three-day after you've been on land for about four, it's, I think that's typical, four and three, you um, have a lot of rest time. You have a lot of time where you can be on the deck, you can get in the pool. It's relaxing. Right. A cruise in itself is just a relaxing atmosphere, and you're not having to worry about quick-serve meals. There's going to be this nice waitress and waiter that gets to know you and caters right, to the, your the entire every week, need. which
1: is really cool. So you definitely get to develop a rapport, right? A friendship with this individual, and they get they know what you're going to eat, right? And so by the time you sit down, they know what you like.
2: So I do know that I have a friend that she couldn't get the land and the sea first. She had. Just as much fun, but she almost needed a vacation when she got back. Did she flip it? She did. She went on the sea first. She did four days at sea and three days on land. And when they got back from the land part, they were taught they were tired. They rested the first part and got ready for the land part, Disney World, all the four parks. But then they went like Trojans. It for three days. They had to get hit all four parks, and they wanted to do everything that they could do in those four to- or three days for all four parks. And so they were a little tired. So if you're asking our honest opinion, we're telling you land first, then sea, because you'll actually feel like you had a vacation. Or land, sea, land. There you go. If you, yeah, if you're really rolling in the dough, if you're, excuse me, your parents, because she said her parents are taking them. Oh. Yeah. It says my parents want to take us on a land, definitely sea. Definitely land, sea,
1: land. Definitely. Yeah.
2: There you go. Land, sea, land, sea. <laughs> Anyway, so um, I hope that helps, Daisy. And thank you so much for listening to us. We really, really appreciate it. What a cool name. I don't think I've ever
1: heard that name besides Daisy Duck. Really? I've never heard anyone named Daisy. Have you? Yes. You have?
2: She's a band mom.
1: Oh, uh, really? That you're friends with? You yes. actually know a Daisy?
2: It's where my son, you know, his second home when he was here. Okay.
1: All right. So what do you got up next, Vic? Again, I apologize. I don't have mine up, listeners. Not so that Vic- I didn't send it to him. You did. I just didn't pull it up and I'm too lazy right now to go into our Google account and pull them up. So you have them all up on your screen right now. What's the next question, Vic?
2: Question number six comes from Tyler. I'm staying at the Boardwalk Resort this fall and I want to visit all four parks. However, what other things can I do in that area that are equally as fun?
1: Oh my gosh, that is crazy. Well, first off, you do have the two parks that you can walk to Epcot and Disney Highway Studios, but in between that area is so much fun and they have a really cool nightlife.
2: Uh, I want to cut you off, Nick, before you get started and let you know that if you've never done the Surrey bikes, those are amazing. Did you ever do the Surrey bikes with Aaron? I have not, no. Okay, so they have a two, a four, and a six person bike. And I remember that Joey begged us the first time we went that he went. and it took us like two or three years and we finally were like, all right, Joey, we'll ride these Surrey bikes. They're pretty cool because you get to ride all along the boardwalk. It takes you across the bridge over to the Yacht and Beach Club and then back around and, and you have it for an hour. And I think if I remember right, because it's a pretty good distance of riding the bike and um, you want to make sure you have adults. <laughs> Hopefully you're with another adult. Tyler, I do not know that because you did not put that in your letter, but it is a little bit of a workout. So if you're not used to riding the bike, just be ready for that because we had to. kids and they got tired quickly and stopped pedaling and let dad and mom do all the pedaling. I remember that. Okay. I was going to say I should have, but at the same time, do it like when it's dusk because we got some amazing pictures just driving around in that area and there's so much. that's another thing. Yes, there's a lot of photo opportunities in that area. Just amazing things because you could ride the bike over to the lighthouse and take pictures from there. So So after dusk, at
1: night, they got a great nightlife life over there, like I was saying earlier, and you can make your way over to Jelly Rolls, which is a live piano bar. That's pretty cool place now. I'm, I'm assuming you're 21 and over because you have to you do have to be 21 and over, but I don't know if you're gonna have a fam- gonna have a family there. Do you say he's gonna have a family Vic? Exactly. did not say okay. Um you need to let us know. Text in 407 674 0414. But this is a cool place. It's it's your typical piano bar. I shouldn't say typical. It's a great piano bar because it's there, you know, all everything's
2: busy, world. busy better at Disney.
1: It really is. And it's a great way to people watch. Just saying.
2: And a lot of times they have those street entertainers. They've had a mime person there before. They've also had a magician than, than when we've been there and they'll just do like a 10 or 15 minute show and of course they have a little hat out to get tips sometimes they have like a one man band that's pretty entertaining when you see them with their bucket and they got this it's kind of like looks like Bert from Mary Poppins when you see this guy sure thing. and another thing is this is not right at the boardwalk Tyler but you could walk across the bridge after you you know rent your Surrey because you've earned this treat at the Beaches and Cream and go get the kitchen sink and see if you can eat it uh, it's humongous you might want to bring a friend. I don't know that you can, you know. But again, if you ride the bike before the Surrey, you'll be good to go and you should be able to eat some Beaches and Cream. And there are some amazing restaurants over there at the Beach and the Yacht Club. There, I don't, I don't even know all the names of them because they used to have one of my husband's favorites, Captain's Grill, which is now changed to a different name and it's got a kind of different look. It's supposed to be more adult. So if you have no kids with you, it would be more something for adults to hang out. It, or, it seems that way if you look at it. Nikki, are you talking about the Ale and Compass restaurant yes. and they also have the Aspen Steakhouse and Cape May Cafe. Also, Tyler, Trattoria Alforne is a Italian cuisine restaurant that is very well known. They're open for breakfast and for dinner, and the food there is supposed to be amazing. Of course, I'm not sure that they're how what an Italian breakfast looks like, but I'm sure they have some things on there that are a little different than American food. The Flying Fish Cafe is also very tasty. We went there on our first trip to Disney when we went as a family. It is more fish seafood, but they do have steaks if you don't care for that kind of stuff. There's also the Big River Griller and Brewing Works uh, restaurant. There's also the pizza window. You could take pizza to go if you just want to grab it and do what Nick said and be a people watcher because as we all know, that's a fun adventure just to see people from all over the world because you're going to see that at Disney. Another thing is with you staying at the boardwalk, the Swan and Dolphin, you can walk to there. There's a sidewalk that you can walk all the way down like it's by the bridge where it says boardwalk. You can walk all the way to those resorts and I don't know how you are, but I love to go and just look at the decor and what other resorts look like that I'm not staying at in case I want to maybe stay there another time.
1: Regardless though, Tyler, please text us 407-674-0414 just so we can give you some more details and we can get more details from you as well just to really help you out. Any more questions we have, Vic?
2: I think we're done. I, I Nick, I only hold five to six questions because that's typically, it takes us, you know, so we're, that, we're talkers.
1: So there's no more. Okay, we wow. Um, so we blew through all these questions. We're about 20 minutes in. So it's a pretty short episode. We're sorry listeners, but um, just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess, but... Uh, I we'll, guess I should we'll have make some up for backup it. well No, we'll make up for it next time. We do have plenty of questions we can actually probably go to, but we'll go ahead and lock up this one up. Listeners, thanks again for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. The Mouse and podcast. As always, don't forget to check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com for new deals, tips, and all things Disney. Go ahead and check them out. You can subscribe yourself over at waltexpress.com If you have a question, comment, or want to be the next guest on our show, contact us, 407 674 or email us mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com
2: or if you'd like to book a trip or just get a free quote from Nick or I it's 407-674-0414 or contact us at travel at mousecapadespodcast.net.
0: don't
1: forget to follow us on our social media accounts you can go ahead and follow us on Facebook The Mousecapades Podcast Instagram follow me it's mousecapades underscore Nick and also for our Twitter fans that's Pod. Vicki I think it's about that time